Hi, are you a gifted or twice exceptional adult who feels a bit stuck in your journey? Do you have goals and dreams which you would love to achieve, but you don't know where to start or feel a little bit overwhelmed? Or maybe you have a thousand ideas, 500 projects, and get distracted by your own thoughts and would love some support on focus and accountability? Whatever gets you stuck, I wholeheartedly believe that gifted and twice exceptional specific coaching will help you unleash your power so that you can be your most authentic gifted self. I recently embarked on my journey on becoming a gifted and twice exceptional coach. So if you are interested in working with me one-on-one, please reach out via email at hello at giftedunleashed.com or you can find more information about my coaching offers on the website giftedunleashed.com forward slash coaching. I would love working with you and I would love to get you unstuck. So please reach out and let's get started. Hello and welcome to Unleash Monday, where we talk about the brain, especially the gifted brain, and how does it affect our thinking and experience of the world differently. There are a lot of stereotypes and stigma around giftedness, and I'm here to challenge those. I'm here to raise awareness and to have a conversation around this topic of what does it mean to be a gifted adult. Common experience among gifted folks is that they feel out of place. They don't quite fit in. They are too sensitive, too intense, too emotional, too overexcitable, and too deep thinkers about the world and about themselves. If you have been called too much of about anything, then this show is for you. My name is Nadia. I'm too loud, too colorful, too bubbly, too bossy, and love to talk too much. So welcome to my world, and I'm so happy you are here. Today is another exciting episode, and I'm so happy to be able to share this with you. You know, when I was creating this podcast in the summer, I thought about all the friends that I have who I believe are also part of this gifted club. And I knew they don't know about it. And that is why I created this podcast in the first place. When I was thinking, who is my ideal listener for this show? I had a few of my friends in mind because I knew they probably fall into this category and it will really help them and their quality of life. And I'm so excited to share today's interview because the guest is one of my good friends. Laurence and I, we met in 2014, and we didn't really hit it off the first time we've met. I remember it was like the second time, but then we just clicked, and now we know why, because our brain are similarly wired, and we have a fast pace of thinking and doing things, and like me, Loros has 1,000 ideas, 500 projects going on. She loves to learn. She takes online courses on the side as a recreational activity. So I had this suspicion, and a few weeks ago, Laurence sent me a message and said, hey, I'm so excited for you. Congratulations on your podcast. And I asked her, did you listen to any of the episodes yet? And she's like, no, I'm sorry, I didn't have time yet, but I will do so in the near future. And I said, you know, 
you are the one that actually should listen to this podcast. So when I pointed it out to her and said, hey, this is actually something you should be listening to. She went, she listened. And yeah, basically, long story short, she listened, she could relate, she googled, she read a few checklists, she called up a specialist who helps gifted adults go through the evaluation process. So she got evaluated. And yeah, she shares with us what happens in that journey. This interview was recorded four days after she went and had an evaluation about her own giftedness. And it's so generous of her to come and let me capture this very intimate and vulnerable moment. So thank you, Laurent, so much for sharing. And I'm sure it will help other identified, unidentified, gifted adults to be able to relate. I hope it also takes away the fear for other people getting an evaluation done. Again, I would like to point out that evaluation for giftedness can include an IQ test, but it doesn't necessarily need to be. So Lauren shares her very own personal journey and the evaluation she chose. But again, don't be scared. You don't need an IQ test. You can also just reach out to somebody working in the gifted field who's trained in identifying giftedness and giftedness traits. So don't be scared of IQ tests. But some of you probably would like to know and are not scared of taking a test. So then, sure, go ahead and also get an IQ test done if this is what you truly want. This show is here to create awareness and to fight the stereotypes. So we're covering all the subjects and topics. So now without any further delay, I would like to share with you my conversation I had with Laurence. Hello. Welcome, Laurence. I'm so happy you're here. Thank you for having me. I'm looking forward to this conversation. So it's going to be interesting. You've just found out recently that you're also in the category of gifted adults. May I ask you, two weeks ago, what was your own experience and knowledge of the topic of giftedness? First of all, I wasn't aware that it's called giftedness in English. <laughs> I, I only knew the German word because I never really was thinking of me being gifted or whatever that means, because it's basically for me, it's like a Sheldon Cooper kind of person that's gifted. So yeah, that's that was basically all that I knew about it. And for me, it was more a word that came to mind with a genius. And so it hasn't even been two weeks, right? When you then reached out to me and you sent me a message and congratulated me on launching my podcast. And you were one of the people that I had in mind when I actually launched a podcast that I thought some of my friends really need to hear this message and need to hear about giftedness in adults. But before you went and listened to the first episode, what were your thoughts when you saw the title of my podcast? Did you have any thoughts when you first heard about my podcast before listening to an episode? I think it's always cool when someone you know, try something new, just try something out. And so that's why I was thinking, oh, that, that's cool that you're actually launching a podcast. So because not everyone would do that. But you didn't feel addressed with the topic or? No. 
no. I was like, oh, that's interesting. But as I said, I wasn't aware that giftedness, what it meant, actually. I was like, huh, okay, giftedness. What does it actually mean? So I looked it up in the translator because, as I said, I only knew the word in German, no other language. <laughs> so then when I pushed you to go and have a listen, what was your first episode that you listened to? And how quickly were you able to kind of think, oh, there's something there that I can relate. So I think the first episode I, I started to listen to was with a man. I forgot the name. Danny? Yes, exactly. So I was listening to this episode and I was like, huh, I've been there. I think it's, it also started when he said, yeah, he went to school and he never really had to learn but or to study, but he wished sometimes that he actually would have had to put in all the effort. And I was like, yep, can relate to that. And so that's the first thing when I realized maybe maybe there is something that could could be that kind of, you know, some traits I could also feel that I have the same or the same feelings. But as a kid in school, were you standing out? Were you the best kid in school or? No, <laughs> I was <laughs> I was a lazy kid. I was always good at school. I was never the best. But I think that was also because. For me, it was good enough to be good without putting in any effort. So I rather enjoyed my spare time doing other things and studying. So, so you passed. I passed. And I passed well. I passed. Like, I, I think my whole school time and even with my apprenticeship and then during my degree, I always passed without putting in too much effort because I'm just good, really good in remembering things. So I read it once and I'm like, all right, got that. And then someone, I mean, a teacher, for example, speaks about it. And I'm like, all right, got that too. So that's actually how I basically studied for just anything. So I was just listening to what people were saying and just gave it a quick read. And then, yeah, that was about it. And teacher never suspected anything. You were never put in a fast track or given more exercises. No, nobody never paid attention. They didn't really pay attention. I think there was a time when when there was a short discussion about me skipping grade, but that was really when I was really young. So I think first grade. And then I was just, you know, I, I think I was just too lazy to be recognized. So it was just always, I always got the blame for being lazy, but good at school. So it was always my fault that others were not as good as me. <laughs> But they put in the effort, which is now looking at it, not really fair to say to a person. But then, yeah, I think that was also a reason why no one ever really came up to me and said, oh, yeah, maybe you were gifted. It was more just like, oh, she's smart. But that was about it. And so you listened to the episode with Danny, you could relate. And then you started your own Google research a little bit, as far as you told me, right? So you started Googling a little bit about the topic and, and what happened then? Yeah, I started to Google it because you were like, no, really, I think you might be gifted. Really, you should listen to this in this episode. So I was like, all right, let's do that. And since I'm getting bored really quickly when I'm listening to an audiobook or a podcast or something, so I'm listening to it like twice the speed. So I was done with some episode of yours quite fast because yeah, double the speed, half the time. And 
so with that, I was starting to Googling it. And then I found different researches and then also like the, the checklist, but mainly for kids. So as you said, it's not really a topic about adult giftedness or at least not really researched very well because people think you get identified when you're a kid. But then I was looking it up and then I found a few research papers or at least some coaches or psychologists. And I was like, with the checklist then, I was like, yeah, yeah, Nadia might be right. <laughs> and so I'm a person, I can't accept the fact without having, I can't accept it without having the facts like written on paper. Someone actually proven me, yes, you are or no, you aren't. So, yeah, that's what I did. So you Googled, you saw the checklist, you could relate to the checklist, you ticked most of the boxes, and then you reached out to somebody to actually get an evaluation done. And that was only, I think, four days ago, right? <laughs> yes. So everything happened like in less than two weeks, because as fast as I read or as fast as I listen to things, I think as fast as I need to get the facts checked. So I was actually looking for like, okay, so how do you get tested, right? Or what do you have to do? So and as, as you told me, like there are different things they test. So either it's an assessment or IQ testing or whatsoever. So I went on with my little research and I found this psychologist in Munich and he's actually part of the Gifted Association of Germany. So I reached out to him and saying, hey, my friend said that I might be gifted and I think she might be right, but I'm not sure and I need proof. So he was like, yeah, sure. I have a, a free appointment on Friday if you can come. And I was like, oh, okay. So I think that was Monday last week. So just, <laughs> yeah, a little bit more than a week ago. And then I went there on Friday. Can you tell us a little bit about the assessment itself? I think you were asked to do some written forms beforehand and then you went in and I think he also asked you if you do well in tests or are you under pressure? Are you like, do you have anxiety for testing? Yeah. So the first thing he sent to me was, I, I think there were two different papers I had to fill in with multiple questions. And the question ranged from what is your current situation? Where do you live? What are your issues? What's the reason for coming? And, you know, general questions. I think it's just relevant to get a knowledge of the person you're testing. And then the second one was actually for the assessment. So it was all about how are you doing in school? How fast can you learn? As I said, do you have any anxiety when it comes to testing? all these kind of things. And then also I had to do a lot of self-reflection because there were so many questions and there were so many things that came up to my mind because I can remember a lot. So it was like, yeah, there, this happened and this and this and this. So it, it was a long list. And then I went to, to the assessment and he read through it all beforehand. And then when I was there, he was like, yeah, so did you sleep well? It's like, yeah, all right, let's start. <laughs> So it was really no small talk, which I was really happy about. And then, yeah, we just started like, let's go. And we started with an IQ test. 
before you tell us a little bit about the IQ test, can I ask you, because I think for the listeners, this is very important to know this. How did you feel the few days beforehand? Like, were you scared of not passing the test and then being said like, oh, no, you're not gifted. That was all in your head. Actually, your issues might be, you know, related to something else. Because I think a lot of the people I talk to that think they might be gifted, but they cannot really accept it. As you say, they also want more facts, but they're really scared to do this extra step to go and talk to a professional and get evaluated because they have this anxiety of like, that's not the explanation. Yeah. So first off, I think I saw the checklist, right? And I went through that. I did all my research as I always do. And then, okay, I went on. I was like, okay, let's just contact this person. Let's see if I get an appointment at some point. I was like, okay, maybe it's going to be next year and I'm going to be wandering for the next three months. But thanks God, it wasn't like that. So I got this confirmation, as I said, Monday or Tuesday for the Friday, the upcoming Friday. So I had like four days. I was like, oh, okay, four days. What am I going to do? What the hell am I doing? What the hell am I thinking? Like, what's wrong with me? Thinking that I'm gifted just because a friend of mine tells me you might be. And I'm believing that. And then I went on like, but I write through the checklist. And so many things are actually, you know, adding up. And it's like, okay, I can I can see myself in the checklist. There's so many points. And also I was listening to your podcast. And also listening to people that they had the same concerns or similar concerns like okay who if you are gifted right because I was still in this stage so if I am gifted what the hell am I going to do with that and what am I going to tell people I somehow have the urge to tell someone something but on the other side I'm not going to tell anyone that I'm going to get my IQ tested because what the hell if my IQ is like you know even below 100 yeah there were (laughs) Many, many, many things going on in my head. But then in the end, I was like, just get it done. And then I will know. And either or, I will just have a result, which helps my brain to relax. It's just nice to hear somebody again say, you know, I didn't go in there all confidence. Like, well, I'm going to wing that test and I'm going to score very high. Like, that was not how you felt going in there. You were a little bit hesitant and like, who am I, you know, (laughs) going in there? And I think that the higher you IQ, or if we say IQ, or the more intelligent somebody is, the more you realize how little you know. And so you then went and you said he actually tested your IQ. Do you want to say a few things? And again, for the listener, there's usually not a deep IQ test. This can be done, but does it need to be? And you agreed, I think, to to get tested for that. Yeah. So the test, it was quite weird. So I got in there and it was just, did you sleep well? Because he said, it's always good to have had a good night rest when you're actually doing a test like that, because your brain should work well. And so I was like, yeah, sure. So, and we started and it started off with some some weird kind of test I was under time pressure and as I was like doing this test and like oh okay that was like the first 10 minutes and then he was like all right time's up and was like oh okay 
And he was like, yeah, but no worry. This one doesn't count. It's just for you, you know, to get into the feeling of being tested. <laughs> like, oh, <laughs> all right, here we go. Warm up. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I did a little warm up. And then actually it started off with, I think it was some sort of pictures. So basically it was some sort of, not really pictures, but some some signs actually. So I, I had to look at signs. It was really just some signs. It could be a circle. It could be a square. It could be an S which, with a strike through. It could be just anything. And then I had to identify that in another line and then cross that through. And it was just like, that was all about speed. And I think about seeing one sign and seeing it in a row full of other signs and then just cross that. So that's how it started off. And then it went on with some sort of cubes. I had to form something. <laughs> then it went on with mathematics and also with some just basic knowledge. And then we also had some tests. There were multiple tests. And then we had some that were really time-based. So he was like, yeah, you're going to have max 30 seconds per line. So good luck. Now we start. And I was like, okay. And that's when I figured, okay, I was pretty fast because usually it took me between five to 10 seconds and I had 30. So <laughs> good indication that I was pretty fast. And also another one that was really just about pace. I had six pages done and I was like, so I still have like two left. This must be this a sign that I'm not that great, isn't it? And he went on. Usually people are not doing more than four pages. So... <laughs> Oh, yeah. So that's that's how the test went on. And so after the test, he then gave you the result right away. Yeah. So after the test, what he did was he took all the different papers and he entered it into a computer program, which calculates the IQ in the different areas, basically. And the sum in it makes your whole IQ. So he came back with like a printed paper and he was like, these are your test results. You ranked at uh, 138. So that means if you want to, you can go and uh, check out some gifted networks to be part of them because you reached a score high enough to be part of it. And I'm like, huh? <laughs> like, oh, oh okay. Um, 138. Oh, okay. What does that mean? Well, a normal IQ or normal is the wrong word, but the 98% of the population has an IQ of 85 to 115. So you reached way above that. So yeah, congratulations, you're gifted. At that point, like what, what was your first reaction or could you even comprehend or how did you walk out of that room? Oh, that wasn't the moment I walked out. <laughs> I was just sitting there. So basically, I was sitting there looking at the results, looking at him. And then I asked, so and, uh, what am I going to do with that now? And what did he say? Well, he just went on and was like, that's something you have to figure out. You now know your potential. And you have your score, which just shows that your brain is probably seven times faster as someone else according to the test because I was so fast in many areas 
was like, okay. And he, then he went on and was like, okay, do you have any questions? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> so I was really somehow in shock. Okay, I was going there thinking I'm gifted because as the, you mentioned, I could be. And then actually sitting there, getting the results, it's a fact check, you're gifted. I didn't expect it, even though I went there because of it. I didn't expect to get anything like that. Also because I think I just fall, that, that's what he said. I was like, there's so many people that don't take me serious. Or there's always someone saying, oh, oh, I didn't expect you to be smart. And he looked at me and was like, the problem with that is you fall into the stereotype blonde woman. And with that comes the stereotype of, oh, yeah, she must be quite dumb. And so I was just sitting there asking some questions and trying to realize what just happened. <laughs> I'm still fascinated. I'm so happy you're talking to us about this because it's it's so typical, right? Giftedness, it doesn't come with a gender or a skin color. It comes in all forms, shapes and sizes and ages. And yeah, and the feeling of shock. I think a lot of people that are identified in their adult life it comes with a shock, even though you suspect it, but you cannot really believe it until somebody really <laughs> gives you the stamp on the paper. Yeah, and also, I think when I was asking my questions, I was also like, but so how can I go on? Like, I know there are some things that are sometimes I feel so misunderstood by people. And that was one of the key takeaways. It was like, the problem is when you see an issue with a brain faster than another brain it's just that the other brain doesn't understand where you're coming from so I just go ahead for example there is an issue and I'm like oh yeah so we do it this way and then it's solved and people be like huh like that doesn't make sense where do you even come from and I'm I'm always wondering like it's so logical to me and then he said to me you just have to go seven steps back and explain the process you just had in your brain because if you don't do that, people will not understand what you're talking about. And that's a big realization because I always thought everybody thinks like that. So it's like I have a topic, I have like seven ideas that come to my mind. And I'm like, okay, let's do it that way because it's the smartest because this, this, this and this. And people be just like, that sounds just plain crazy. And yeah, maybe <laughs> that was the biggest takeaway. Just explain yourself better and in another way yeah and I think you just learned this about yourself and I think going forward this will help you understand yourself better it will help understand other people better it will really give you a better quality of life going forward however that was the process from four days ago I think that is really also interesting to to share openly because my friend Nicole went through it I went through it other people I talked to went through the same process of learning about this and then going through like quite a emotional roller coaster for like two or three days <laughs> and you're just like your day four so you just come out on the other side of this <laughs> do you want to share a little bit your how was your weekend yeah so 
I remember exactly the time I was done with my questions. I left the room and I was standing out on the street. It was like, so I got this paper with me. I have the confirmation. What the hell? Like, what am I going to do with that? How am I going to proceed that? Because I wasn't expecting anything in this direction. So I thought, I will, if I have a number, a good one or a bad one, I will just have it. I will get over it. Done. I know it. That's not quite how it went. I was more like, okay, I have this number now. And then I started to think of all the past, well, moments that actually, when I was in an uncomfortable situation because of it, I was always being accused of being lazy because I still had good grades, but I wasn't lazy. I wasn't doing that much, but I also just knew the things. So that was, you know, there were so many memories that came up and you just thinking of it made me so, I was so frustrated. Like the frustration was really big. And I was just like, I felt so frustrated. So I felt kind of sad at times. And so I got back home. And then when my boyfriend came, I was like, yeah, I got the results. He's like, yeah, that's great. It's awesome. And he was really, really happy for me about the fact that I was like, well, I feel kind of sad with the results. And he didn't understand what I was talking about because I got a good result in an IQ test. So yeah, it was, I think it was really hard to put into words what was going on through my mind. And that went on for like the whole weekend. It was like ups and downs and ups and downs. And I was like, okay, so what am I going to do with it? So I found a book from a German author, actually. She's also specialized in, in the topic of giftedness. And I was listening to the book. I think it's eight hours. I was listening to it at the speed of 2.4. So which means I was done with the book in like three hours. And I had a lot of information and also a lot of what do I have to do with it now? Because in the book, it says just because you have a high IQ and you're being identified as gifted doesn't mean that you have to be good at just everything. It doesn't mean that you have to be the smartest in the room. It doesn't mean you have to study anything or you have to be good at math. It's just that you know now your potential. And that's what the number actually is. It just lets you know you have a potential in you that other people don't have just because and it's your choice what you want to do with it so either you're going to use it or you don't but the choice is yours and I think that really helped me a lot to come back to my normal self and not be like what am I going to do now and it, it's really good to know that my urge of listening to things and like twice the speed or if a topic comes up and I feel like I have to google it I have to know what's behind it I always have this urge and it's nothing that's like where I always thought oh something's wrong with me or people told me oh I think something's wrong with you you always want to know just anything or everything and that helped me a lot to understand okay it's just my brain that's faster and needs more and that was <laughs> that was actually a really good realization I came to. So I think you processed it quite quickly as anything you do, right? <laughs> so just again, to capture two weeks ago, you had no idea what the term in English giftedness even means. You didn't feel 
that that would even apply to you. And yeah, not even two weeks later, you have <laughs> a result of a very high IQ and already processed all the feelings and emotions. So with that speed going forward, do you already have new ideas and projects related to your new discovery? Or it just gives you more confidence in going on of how you did before. Since I always have projects going on, it, you know, it just gives me, well, a, a good feeling of continuing what I'm doing. So because I often had that people came up to me like, wow, you're doing so much. Maybe you should, you know, you should step back, calm down, not do that much. You will burn out. And I was always thinking, okay, maybe I will get to that point. Maybe I will burn out. Maybe I should stop. But I couldn't because it was just not sufficient for my brain. And so now I just think I just embrace it even more. Like, okay, I can do that. I can, you know, I can do another degree. I can do another course. I can do just whatever I want, basically, without having the fear that, oh, maybe maybe I'm going to burn out tomorrow. I know it's not how it is. And I think it's really a big realization for me to understand that my brain needs more stimulation, but not stimulation in the kind of, oh, yeah, I am just going to watch another episode of Netflix. It's more, I need more information. I need something that's challenging me. There's also, I think, why I don't really like, like books with stories in it. <laughs> like, it's just not for me for example if you take harry potter or something it's like well okay it's a good story good storyline not for me because it's there's not really a takeaway in it for me so that's why i love to read books about language about cultures about real life and something that gives me some more information and i'll have more knowledge and i think that's just adding up to it and now knowing that I can just do it without feeling oh something's wrong with me helps a lot it really helps a lot yeah I think that helps a lot of gifted adults right when you always have other people telling you what you should and shouldn't do and how other people you know in masses do things and you just do it differently and then you question yourself but once you know this about yourself you get more self-confidence and say like well, yeah if yeah 98 people do it this way but one or two are going to do it differently and that's okay and I'm one of those so yeah exactly and also what was one of my concerns when I got the results was also who am I going to tell what am I going to tell for me, it always sounds like, oh, yeah, I'm gifted. Like, as the, the psychologist put it, he was like, so imagine a room with 100 people. There is you and there is another one which could have a higher IQ than you do or the same. Everyone else won't. And then you're sitting there and be like, well, that sounds so arrogant. It's like, I don't need to be the smartest person in the room or I don't have to scream, oh, yeah, I'm gifted. You're not. Yay. It's more the realization that my brain works differently. But I have a tough time still, because it's only been like four days, to, to actually you know tell someone, oh, yeah, I, I just did that and I got a result. <laughs> I'm gifted. And then people look at me like, okay, good, good on you. And 
then I, I always have the urge to tell the people, like, I don't mean that someone else is stupid. I'm just speaking for myself. I'm not saying you are stupid or like everyone else is. I'm just saying that I just found out that my brain works differently and it will help me in the long run, actually, to understand people, to understand myself and not to be mean or, you know, talking down on people. That's not the intention. And that's really something that gives me a hard time right now. Yeah, and I think this is really where we have this prejudice and stereotypes and stigma around the word giftedness. And especially in German, the term is hochbegabt. It sounds more like high potential translated in English. And I think, yeah, it sounds a little bit, it has this, how do you say, like this Beigeschmack. <laughs> there's, yeah, there's just the prejudice that, if somebody says that out loud, that they think they're better than others, but we are not. And this is why immediately I had this urge to create a podcast, to create awareness and share the stories and the pain points, because we're talking about pain points. We're not saying, oh, Lawrence, like your life is not so great. It's more like, yeah, you understand why you had difficulties fitting in in certain places, why other people don't understand your ideas it's not because your life was so easy. That's why this is so helpful. It's more the opposite that sometimes you hit a wall and you don't know why. And now you get an explanation. You feel more confident. You understand better who you are and what you're capable of and where your boundaries are. And also that you are different. And I think that really helps you in the long run to thrive and find a career path that really suits you. And you will do all the project that without questioning yourself. Yeah. And so, yeah, I think that's exactly what you're going through. The people I talked to all went through. And it's funny, like if I tell you, oh, I'm gifted, you don't judge me, but you're scared that other people might judge you for saying it, right? Yeah. Yeah, that, that's exactly how it is. And I think it also comes from, from when I think back to school, that was also a reason I think like that. Why I'm Basically, I'm afraid of the word giftedness and just the fact that I'm afraid of a word to speaking it out loud because it's something good for me, but other people feel like they have to defend themselves. It really brings me back to moments back in school, like as I told you, the situation when I had to do the diploma for my French class and I just happened to pass the test because languages really come easy to me and so I went to this test without studying or anything because I knew then already that I passed Italian which was sufficient and you could only have two foreign languages written on the diploma so I had English there and I had Italian there and then the French test came up. And I was like, okay, I'm not going to study for that because why would I, right? And so I went to this test, have it done. Then I got a diploma and I didn't even ask for the French certificate because for me, it was crystal clear. I haven't passed that because come on, didn't do anything. So I went home. Many other people didn't get it as well. But then a week later, I got a letter from the school with a French diploma in there. And I was like, oh, wow, I got the diploma. And people started to get so angry at me. Like people in my class, they were like, it's so unfair. It's so unfair that someone like you 
get a diploma. You haven't studied for that, but you just got it. And I didn't. And, you know, back then I was really thinking like, okay, what the hell did I do wrong? Because it's not my fault someone else not passing a diploma. And it's the only thing that I'm responsible for is me passing a diploma I didn't study for. Sorry that I'm good at languages. That come easy. And I think this result with IQ test really brought me back to this situation somehow where I feel like, okay, now I got something else and someone else doesn't, which also doesn't have anything to do with the fact that my brain is wired differently, but it brings back that feeling of me being wrong for something someone else doesn't have. And that's even more why I'm grateful for you to come here and share this story because it's incredible. And so if now somebody is at the verge of getting an official assessment, do you have any words for them? Encouragement, say, yeah, do it. Or are you saying like, actually, it's only worse once you know? <laughs> like, what, what do you say to the people? Like, I have a few friends that are in this limbo state between Monday and Friday in your time span <laughs> that they haven't really gone the step to, to seek out an official assessment. I can only speak for me, but for me, it's like if you really have the feeling that you could be gifted and you can actually relate to the checklist, go get yourself tested. And don't wait too long because the longer you wait to get yourself tested or assessed, you find way too many reasons why you are not gifted. You find way too many reasons why you shouldn't do it. Like, it's just stupid, plain stupid to do it. That's one of the thoughts that will come up. It came up to me when I already had the appointment, but it's the only way to find out. And I think it's still better to find out that you are having a high IQ, that you are gifted or that you're not, but then you have to fact. And so therefore I would just go for it. So you feel like even though it was an emotional roller coaster, the next two, three days, but you're actually happy, you know, now. Yes, absolutely. I think that the roller coaster also was because of the old memories that came up and all the frustrations and also finding out the reasons why people sometimes don't understand my point. I think it, you know, it was a big mix between, oh yeah, that's good to know. Why, why am I the one? Yay, I'm the one. So I think there were different stages I went through, I'm still going through, but it's still good to know. So is there anything else you would like to share from your now two weeks of experience of officially being gifted? Four days. <laughs> Four days. Um, I think for me, the key takeaway is really just to well, get yourself tested if you think you're gifted and also to just open up to people you know will understand. Like good friends, family, whoever you want to talk to, but don't go to the people that most likely will be like good on you. So try to avoid that because we all know how that feels. But if you have people around you that support you and they're like, that's so cool, that's so nice, it's, it's so good for you. You know, you are smart. So your brain is working differently. We got that. Now it's so much, it's clear to other people as well, like why I'm sometimes a restless person. 
and I have to find something new and I have to do something new and I have to try that out. And oh yeah, let's do that. It's this urge that other people don't have to understand that for myself and for other people to understand that as well. That helped so much. And is there anything you wish you would have known earlier or you wish other people would know? I was really thinking about that. Would I really have wanted to know everything about it earlier? I don't think so. I think it also puts kind of pressure on you. You know, it puts a pressure on you because other people will put the pressure on you. And I think I'm now in the stage I'm old enough, myself enough to understand that I can use the potential I don't have to. And it's my choice. It's absolutely my choice and no one else's. If I would have found out earlier, I think I would have given too much value to the idea and to the expectation of other people. So it would have changed my life completely. I think I would have, you know, I think I would have done many things I wouldn't have enjoyed. Like, oh, yeah, I should study something else. Oh, yeah, maybe I shouldn't work. Maybe I should do a, another degree, do this, do that, just because I have the potential. And without knowing it, I was just being myself, just doing what I wanted to do, what I thought was right. I was traveling around. I was moving around. And, yeah, so it brought me where I am now. I'm happy to know now, but I'm happy that I didn't, didn't before. I love that. That's really, really great to hear you say that. And I'm glad I was the one pushing you, starting the podcast and telling you, go listen. <laughs> so I want to say thank you so much. And obviously, I'm wishing you all the best. And maybe you come back in a little while and share a little bit more about your journey because it has only been four days. Yes, absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. Bye. Bye. Oh, I hope you like this as much as I did. It's so amazing for Laurence to share this incredibly personal and vulnerable story. And also kind of incredible to be able as a non-professional in this field to see the traits. Because when you dive into the subject, you start reading the checklists and then You see it in yourself, but then you also can see it in others. And it's just so funny that when I created this podcast, I had Laurence in mind. I was like, she's one of my friends that probably falls into this category. But I'm also a little bit shy to point that out to some of my friends, because what if it's not true? <laughs> I'm not an expert in this field and I also have imposter syndrome, but I just wanted to create this podcast to really create this awareness around this topic and fight the stereotypes and just letting other women know that you too could potentially be gifted, even if you were not a math genius in school, even if you were not identified as a kid. And it's so funny that when you go and get evaluated and you find out, it does usually involve some sort of a short period of time of an emotional roller coaster. I heard that from a few of my friends and I'm really sorry, Laurence, I didn't give you a heads up. You reached out to me right after you went to get your evaluation And I was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I didn't 
give you like a little bit of a warning that it might get emotional. But so that's also why I would like to to raise awareness of the fact that because it's such an important puzzle piece in somebody's journey, it can be a little bit, yeah, frustrating at the very beginning to find out, but it does go away quite quickly. After three, four days, you have processed it and with a fast brain like ours, it doesn't take too much time. There might be some trauma. And of course, then having somebody there, a professional to support you and somebody to talk through this process, this could also be an important step. So again, I'm I'm not an expert. I just want to share different stories of people that went through the process, people who are in the process, people who have already known their whole life, but didn't maybe know what it means in their adult life to be a gifted person. And then also inviting experts to share their opinion, their research, their stories from their clients. And I hope to also get some scientists on the show. And anybody that has something to say about this topic is most welcome to come. And I invite you to go check out my website at unleashmonday.com. And if you really like this show, I encourage you to subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to and leave a review, hit a few stars. And if you write me a short testimonial, that will be amazing. And in the meantime, you can also connect with me on Instagram at unleash.monday. So I'm really happy you took the time to listen and I hope you got something out of it. And I'm looking forward to sharing with you the next story. I already have another amazing guest planned. I'm not saying much more. I see you in two weeks. Bye. Bye.